0: Retro Rebel Gamecast is brought to you by templeofgeek.com, your one-stop shop for all things geek. You can find all of our episodes and fulfill your sci-fi, fantasy, and geek culture-related needs at templeofgeek.com. Welcome back! to the Retro Rebel Gamecast, where we discuss gaming and related topics. Retro Rebel is released Fridays, and you can find this episode and much more by heading to templeofgeek.com, iTunes, or wherever you download your favorite podcasts. You can even find us on Facebook at Temple of Geek for exclusive content and to see what else we're up to. My name is Stacy, and with me is my fellow Rebel co-host, Amanda. Hello. Hello. So, it is a strange time. How are you holding up? How are things?
1: I've had to make almost no changes to my lifestyle because I don't go outside that often generally. So I'm doing okay. In fact, like I would all say the memes I'm about gamers, loving it. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, I was going to say, it seems like all the memes about gamers has been, uh, or have been, uh, you know, gamers ha- don't have to change. <laughs> much of their yeah. life. So.
1: It's uh, it's true, and actually I'm getting to play a lot more games than I normally would do. I really enjoy working from home. I'm a lot more focused. I would say the only downside is, is that the scope creep happens and I find myself still doing things at 10 p.m. and on the weekends. And so right. I'm going to try yeah. to rein that in a little bit because that's not very sustainable. But um, I'm still managing to play quite a lot of games, um and I am volunteering with a service that helps keep old people um occupied. You check up on them once a week, so I would encourage anybody uh to look and see what's available in their local area because um old people they don't do so well with loneliness like maybe gamers wouldn't mind so much, but um older people do need looking in on so um we've well, we gotta in the introduce local area.
0: her to gaming,
1: yeah. I didn't get a chance to talk about gaming. Um, We were mostly just getting to know each other and and talking about the uh, current climate um, and and what's going on with Corona, but um, I know there are a lot of organizations that do things like that, so, you know, as gamers, we tend to have a lot of time to make phone calls and do things like that, and even a phone call helps, so check your local listings.
0: Yeah, well, and I think that would be a good topic, uh, you know, during the course of this is just discussing, you know, the, the pros of, of, you know, getting that escapism into gaming, you know, especially in a time like this. So, well, um, yeah, I, I'd say this, I'd say similar, you know, we're being in you and in the UK and and me in the United States, different approach to a similar problem or to the same problem. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, this is strange. I have not been able to play as many games, but we'll get to that in just a second. But it's it's kind of because now all of my coursework and my work has gone online, and so that I've had to make a lot of changes and uh and convert what is normally an in person lecture to an online lecture. So uh, that's that's it's fun to do that because something new. It's changing up what I've been doing. I don't like the on I don't like online classes. Uh, I don't think you get the same from it so i'm a little bit biased i don't think you get the same uh, instant biofeedback from students and they can't get feedback from you and so i think there's a disconnect in the learning process it's the best we got though you know so and that's it's what good we're gonna that it do it
1: can still go forward despite you know with some learning for sure I, in the uk yeah. they're having to For the most part homeschool and as someone who was homeschooled i can tell you you can learn a lot of book knowledge but you miss a lot of social interaction and learning how to survive with other people that a school is very important for so i hope it doesn't go on too long because i wouldn't i wouldn't wish them to be as socially maladjusted as i was uh as a younger (laughs) person i'm fine now for the most part but um i was really awkward (laughs) (laughs)
0: which again yeah like you said that's one of the skills that you get Uh, for better or worse you're gonna have to deal with others and 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 that's that's, uh, definitely a learned skill so well uh, let me do my list of games I've been playing since it's much shorter than yours I I know mine's quite long I I guarantee Um, so uh, you know since the break or since our episode 100 I was trying to Play other games that I hadn't played yet, and and uh, so I had something new to talk about on the show. And uh, Neo is was one of the uh, free games on PlayStation. So PlayStation Four had Neo, and with uh, Neo two uh, released March twelfth, um, I thought it was a good game to try to play, see if it was something I might be interested in playing, and playing the second one as well. So uh, so I fired it up. I I. Uh, it is. It is in the Dark Souls Sekiro vein, you know, in terms of uh, even near Automata. Of near nah, Automata is probably not a, a good comparison. Definitely Dark Souls and and uh, Bloodborne and that that whole ilk. Anyway, so it's a it's a it's hard <laughs> to say the least. Um, I, can I died imagine. immediately. Uh, You know, on the very first enemy that you f- face And it's, it's because the controls I'm just not used to con- the controls uh, But basically you uh, You're in uh, I think it's Japan So feudal Japan uh, No, 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 it's Kublai Khan So it's, it's uh, China Right I believe And so um, Anyway, so you're in Wait, in wasn't the Khan the feudal- Mongolian? Yes Yeah but he took I'm over assuming? China,
1: so yeah, they, yeah you're yeah, still yeah. technically right.
0: Uh, so so you're in in uh, East Asia, that's that's more general. So we're not incorrect by saying East Asia, um, <laughs> and uh, and you play. I I don't know the character. You're you're the main character's name necessarily. I never got that far. Um, but I played it for a few hours and, and got past the first, uh, the first sections of it. And, and I, I do enjoy it, but it's, again, it's one of those games you kind of got to get the, you have to be patient. You have to get the, the controls down, but it is fun and it's a beautiful game and it's, um, uber violent and, and it's just like, just like the other, uh, Demon's Souls games. So it's definitely one that you, that is skill related, requires a little bit of patience. Um, and was whooping my behind just like Bloodborne and the other ones did. So, uh, so I so I did play that. That's free. I believe it's still free on PlayStation uh, Four if you if you've got uh, P- PS Plus, so you can download that. And then also I've been playing WoW, and and the thing about WoW right now is they've got a a special. This is kind of tying into the news, but uh, which I'll talk more about it then. But they've got a special right now. They're running with the. Uh, the experience they're giving one hundred XP, one hundred percent XP to uh, to all subscribers. So basically, all your alts can level right now um, at a you know one hundred percent plus uh, yeah experience. Boy. So gives you a reason to come back because they're at the end of the expansion, Battle for Azeroth. There is not a lot to do for people who are you know, which I I am just not that person who has the time to. I don't know, beat WoW, if that's possible. So I don't have the time to do that. And and some of these people have maxed out their item levels, maxed out everything else, got all the pets, got all the mounts, which I, I just don't understand. I The time it takes. It's got to be your job. Like, I don't know. Um, For me, there's so much that I haven't done yet in Battle for Azeroth that I'm like, I oh, there's so much I haven't done in every expansion before this. That's one of my favorite things is to go back now that I'm super OP, I can go back and you know one-shot bosses from two or three expansions ago, loot them, get the experience that I didn't get before when it was when it was new. Um, anyway, but yeah, so I've been playing WoW and and, and Neo, and um, I'll probably always play WoW, but Neo was a good change of pace and something I'm going to come back to. You know, in this in this break now that I have a little bit of time at home. So what have you been playing?
1: You say that, but we'll check in on that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I will play it again. I don't, I don't plan or profess to, to beat it. That's, that's definitely not going to, I'm I'm not going to make that promise.
1: I, I Well, I've played a lot of games this time, and I've done my usual give it 10 minutes and see if it's worth it sort of thing, because there are a lot of games on Game Pass, and I don't like to judge a book for its cover, so if anything looks even mildly interesting, I download it and try to give it a go. I'll take you know a a day on the weekend and just boot things up, give it 10 minutes. If it's fun, I'll keep it. If not, I delete it. And so a couple that didn't make the delete cut, the first one is A Bard's Tale. Um, I think... Oh, it didn't, Number huh? four. It, to me, was a bit slow, sort of clunky. The graphics are dated, and I just don't really enjoy that sort of experience anymore. Like, I want to play good graphics on my big TV, so um, that right. one didn't make the cut. It's unfortunate. I'm sure it was a good game at its time, and the voice acting was pretty impressive, but um, yeah, it just, I didn't feel like it was worth investing time in to look at a not so pretty looking, um, thing which is a shame but that's where we got to um then i also tried overcooked which i don't recommend when you're already feeling any sort of anxiety about your life it is (laughs) an anxiety inducing game dear lord um and that also got deleted i couldn't it's too stressful i was panicking like i didn't i did (laughs) not enjoy it at all it's so stressful. it
0: could probably ruin relationships too but because you, you can play multiplayer Couch co-op and, and otherwise. So
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm not allowed to have anyone over, but, you know.
0: Uh. <laughs> right. You could do it online, though, and, and ruin that relationship remotely. Yeah,
1: brilliant. That's what I want. Yeah, no, so that got deleted. <laughs> uh, then the next game that I played is uh, Subnautica, which is Stacy's worst nightmare. It is oh, no. a underwater uh, day-night cycle survival game. Uh, there are big creatures underwater and nope. at night it is very scary um however it is beautiful the graphics are lovely it is fairly peaceful if you choose to do your scavenging in the daytime It's much less scary. So I found myself just collecting loads of stuff in the daytime and then at night, just really taking my time, organizing it, living my best life, and just really trying to not go down there if I can. Um, And yeah, I'm enjoying it. It's got a base building component in it, which I haven't been able to explore yet. Um, PewDiePie, if you watch him, he's currently doing a series about it, um, and he's playing Subnautica regularly on his, like, sort of live stream ish content. Um, And it is a very beautiful game, but it does have some horror elements. There are some scary bits to it. It's not the whole game. I would say it's not even 10% of the game. But if you are particularly scared of undersea creatures, like I know Stacy is not fond of, yep. um, I, I don't recommend it. And I'm not super fond of any undersea creatures myself. Um, but I found during the day it's sort of manageable. So I'm sort of playing that on the side here and there. Um, A game I played that Stacy would love that isn't really super my bag is one called Kona, K-O-N-A. And it is set in the Canadian wilderness in like a snowed-in, blizzardy period. You're a detective with some sort of like link to ancestral Native roots, and okay. occasionally, while you're looking for clues and trying to solve puzzles to get to the next area. Um, And that's a really derivative way of describing it. I will put more detail into that. But you'll occasionally go into these trance-like states where you see the things that are hidden. So you'll see like, oh, someone's hidden a safe behind a wall. And you'll watch a husband and wife have an argument and things. But it's like sort of like the spirits are communicating right. with you almost it's very very cool it's super atmospheric um the narration is incredible it's like a storybook it is a cross between la noir and a walking simulator but set in canada and i think it's okay. definitely up your alley it's free on game pass i recommend giving it a download
0: you did. Okay. yeah
1: it's it's really good i think you would enjoy it it does take some thinking to solve the puzzle like you actually have to do detective stuff you know and find the pieces of paper or fix like there was there was one point this is fairly early on in the game it's not necessarily a spoiler um but there's one point where the power goes out in a general store that you're at where there's been a murder and um, you're taking photos of the crime scene or whatever, and then the power goes out and you have to find the bits and pieces to get the generator running. But the generator can only power either the general store or the garage at the same time. So you have to sort of like switch that off, go do a thing, then switch it to the other one, go do another thing. And it's very easy to like miss pieces and complete an area without finding everything. Um, So it's it's good if you like to take your time and look through and read and that sort of stuff, which I know Stacy likes. I'm not super fond of that style, although the narration and the pace of the story is enough so far to keep me engaged for, I played it a couple hours, so, and I'll probably go back and do some more and see how we get on, but it is quite an interesting game, and it's from an indie studio, I think, and they're quite good. So, that was the, that was the one that, I think, stood out for me. Um, I I enjoy Subnautica a little bit more than that one, but they're both very good games. And the game that you wouldn't believe that I would enjoy, that I've been playing quite a bit, is Fishing Sim World Pro Tour. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Listen,
1: (laughs) it's a good game.
0: Nice.
1: If you want a game that's going to lull you into a sense of calm like you've never had before, like, I enjoy fishing sort of generally i'm not good yeah. at it in real life but the game is fairly easy to pick up you know you just figure out the right bait and tackle and whatever combinations to use and you know if the fish pulls you Look give it a you bit using more line the
0: terminology more
1: Yeah yeah but it is Pretty decent graphics. I would say the character models are a bit limited. I kind of look like a 90s lesbian, but whatever. Like, it's fine. I have a gilet. I, I never wanted one, but that's where we're at. Fair enough. Um, yeah. <laughs> but you can compete through circuits and, like, have a career as a pro fisherwoman or fisherman. And it's actually quite enjoyable to, like, try to catch the biggest fish of a specific kind or whatever. Like, I don't know. I, I find it very soothing. There are moments of excitement when there's a fish on the line and then you see how big it is and whether it's the kind you were looking for. you know. And the fish models are really, really detailed. Like it actually looks like the real fish. Um, If you're not a fishing enthusiast, all of the explanation about lures and shit like that, it gets really hard to understand if you're using the right lure. I'm going to have to Google it eventually. I got lucky on the carp round because I understand how carp fishing works. We do a lot of bottom feeder fishing in Florida, so like catfish, carp, things like that. Um, They're all bottom feeders, so I get how that works, whereas the, the bass stuff is a little bit harder, the predator fishing a little bit harder still, and I'm getting the hang of it. but like when you get one of the rounds where you just put your poles, you cast your line out and put your poles down. And you're just sitting there next to this lovely lake in a game, and it's very serene, the music is quite chill, Like a little sloshing, little fishies coming up every now and then, and then you get a bite, and you pick your pole up real quick, and you're like, oh, wrestling the fish, whatever. Listen, it's a great game. It's, it's severely underrated. <laughs> the cover art is horrible. It looks super, like, Bass Pro Fishing Shop sort of yeah. look. And you wouldn't normally want to pick it up, but I'm telling you, that is the game we need right now, because it is chill AF.
0: Well, I'm I'm completely for that. Um, it's actually one of the things that has been most uh, I don't know enjoyable lately about World of Warcraft was going back and doing the fishing. Um, I've I actually always love the
1: fishing, and, man. It's great.
0: Yeah, and so I've gone back and done all the well. D- I'm doing all the fishing now, and so it's it's been uh, relaxing, calming to f- have no other purpose other than flying across you know whether it's Duratar or, or the just Azeroth in general and and finding a spot that i haven't fished at yet to catch a fish that i haven't caught yet or maybe okay there's a mount here and i don't mind just clicking 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 it's it's just generally calming
1: yeah you know. I'm telling you it's yeah. free on Xbox Game Pass I highly recommend it it's one of those games that I feel like is a silent sleeper like you wouldn't think it would be fun but actually it it is very soothing and it's very satisfying when you catch a big boy I've literally been sending my dad pictures of fake fish I've caught on the internet Like he's excited <laughs> as well he, <laughs> he loves it he's like I want you on my team that's like a 27 pound carp you just caught big boy Ha <laughs> ha!
0: Did you tell your dad, this is what you need to be doing instead right now?
1: Well, yeah, he was out fishing with my brother and sister. I I mean, I suggested he should probably fish alone instead of with them, but whatever. Uh, But yeah, my family always did a lot of fishing growing up and even though I don't know much about it as a sport, the game is fairly intuitive and there's a casting setting you can use that's pretty basic so you don't have to do much wrangling like, you know, just left trigger, right trigger, job done, and then pull the line back slowly, like, you know, it's it doesn't take that much thinking, really. Um, but it is the most relaxing thing ever. That's all I can say. And when you do catch a big fish and you beat the little computer guys who are competing against you, it's super satisfying.
0: Nice. Okay. Well, um, it, it might be something worth. Uh, it's not expensive. I just looked it up, and it came out in 2018. It's so, free on Game um,
1: Pass. It's free on Game Pass.
0: Oh, okay. Well, then I could, I could definitely get it that way. Yeah, download um, it on Game Pass. Well, discouraging uh, to hear uh, that the uh, the anxiety-inducing review of Overcooked, but oh, um, Ugh. yeah, yeah. Kona, Kona's one I'm, I've got now written down. I'm definitely going to pick it up or check yeah, it out. Yeah, you
1: would uh, love that. You would really yeah. like I was playing it the whole time thinking, oh, man, Stacy should be like playing this.
0: <laughs> well, I'm, I'm going to I'm definitely going to pick that one up because it, it sounds like it's something I would enjoy. So. I love
1: that the detective is a smoker. So in order to like clear his head, you have to have a cigarette. It's really funny. But that is true. <laughs> That's how it works. When you have a nicotine addiction, he can't like focus if he hasn't had any nicotine. It's quite funny.
0: Oh wow, I, I I guess i I can relate from a caffeine perspective. I'm like I can't I, yeah, I can't right now. I've got a 32 ounce coffee Yeah, but it's sort
1: of noir sort of theme that they're mm-hmm. achieving in the Canadian outback somehow.
0: I like it. Yeah, is he overly polite?
1: Uh, well, I haven't come across anyone else. It's very. Is he
0: talk to himself yeah, and he's polite to himself?
1: Yeah, sort of. Like he. the narrator <laughs> is explaining yeah. what the character is thinking. It's very interesting. Like the way that it's written. Like you'll find something and be like, whatever the character's name is, which I don't remember. But like the detective thought it was rather odd to find this here. And you'd be like, oh, is it? Oh. <laughs> 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 it's great.
0: Well, good. Well, you have played a lot, um, and that gives me something to. Well, we're we're going to talk about lots of games today uh, that people can play. So there, this should this should start your list. That there's a lot on there so far, um, and that brings us to the news. And now you don't have much news, and I don't have much to share either right now. I guess with uh, with the corona, with my corona going on right now, it's, my it's corona. It has changed. Uh, it's kind of changed everything. It's it's slowed process, progress uh, of, of game production. It's uh, delayed everything, you know, at this point, and so I would anticipate even Cyberpunk being delayed uh, with everything, more so than it already was. Uh, but a couple good pieces of news I thought uh, that I'd share. One, uh, to reiterate what I said earlier about Blizzard, um, World of Warcraft has that 100 Percent uh boost to your uh, to your experience. So I've actually been gone back and played a lot of my uh, alts. The cool part about this, if you've never played WoW before, and look, I'm not getting paid. I even got denied my game my my pass to you know BlizzCon. Uh, so it's not like I'm a shill. It's I just like I like World of Warcraft. I'm not a paid shill. I may be a shill just not You a paid could one.
1: see my face just then. I mean, they can't. yes, I, but I know. I changed what I was saying.
0: <laughs> I, I do love Blizzard uh, products. I do not like their business practice, uh, but I do like, and that's you know that's a combination of other issues, uh, you know. And, but nonetheless, um, right now is a good time if you wanted to play it, or if you had thought about it and thought it might be overwhelming. Uh, the next expansion is supposed to come out this year, uh, and they're changing the way that you uh, go about leveling. Uh, They're even doing a level squish, because right now top the highest level you can get is 120. But they're going to squish it back down to 60. And they're going to give you an option of where you want to do your leveling. So you can actually do your leveling in different expansions. Instead of having to go through the entire story, go all over the world, you can actually get all the way up, I think, to level 50 uh, through other expansions. I think 40 through 50 is in Battle for Azeroth. And then fifty through sixty, maybe fifty through sixty, maybe fifty through sixty is actually yeah, Battle for Azeroth. And then sixty on, I believe maybe is is a uh, the next expansion. Either way, sixty is, is going to be your your highest level. They're going to squish it down and uh, give players options, so it's not so overwhelming. And and uh, you know and and you can see a lot of the content, see the content that you want. Uh, they've done a lot of upgrades and uh, revisions to character models. and so it doesn't look like the game that you started out with in two thousand and four. But if you wanted to play that game, you have that option as well. You can play the stripped down version of of classic vanilla Wow. That's an option you get too, and that comes with your uh, you know with your monthly subscription. So uh, there, that is a plug, an unpaid plug from an unpaid shill, uh, <laughs> Blizzard fan. Um, that is something that's that they're doing right now, that 100% experience buff. So if you wanted to play right now, it would be a good time. Uh, and that goes through April, April uh, 20th. And then the other thing, uh, the other piece of news I wanted to talk about, uh, well, two actually, two other pieces. One, GOG right now has 27, 26 or 27 free games. That you can download on PC. So uh, I don't know how many of them are good, but they're free, you know. And so it gives you something that you can do, uh, including Ultima 4. I think there's three different Ultima games on there. There's also uh, a a newer game, Hello Neighbor, you know, that that, uh, kind of survival horror game uh, that was out there. Um, That's also on there for free. And uh, so, you know... GOG has some games that you could play, and you don't have to pay anything. Uh, But if you wanted to pay something, uh, PC Gamer published an article uh, called the Stay Inside Bundle. The Stay Inside Bundle, and this (laughs) is a bundle put together by Edmund McMillan. He was the uh, game designer for uh, Binding of Isaac and all the sequels. He and some of his friends put together a list of games. Um... and uh, I think it's the total cost for these games, if you were to buy them individually, is 160 bucks, but it's 19.96. dollars uh, And let me see if I can find the. Uh,
1: I'm sure we can put a link in the
0: uh, page. Yeah, we'll put a link in the description. Us, so uh, I thought I had it pulled up and I.
1: No, don't. no, it's all right. We'll put a link for you guys. So if you want to check the page. But yeah, so like Binding of Isaac quid, is there. what a good deal.
0: Yeah, lots of platformers. There, it's it's uh, it's a very impressive list of games. Some of them I have played, some of them I haven't, but all of them sounded interesting. So, give you another list of games to play. Um, you know that uh, during this time when there isn't really a whole lot else that you can do. I mean, although you, our list is
1: the best list, the master list, the ultimate.
0: This is correct. Which brings us to <laughs> seamless seamless transition to our our list of games. So. Today's topic we want to talk about games that we suggest that you play and and uh, during this you know time of isolation, you got to stay home you gotta you're, you're, you're forced in the house which is you know as we discussed earlier, maybe not the worst thing for a gamer to be. this is kind of like not really that big of a transition. Um, but the fact that you you may not have a choice, uh, we've got some suggestions of games that maybe you'd want to play uh, that definitely are gonna take up some time. And uh, we've played. I've played all of these games. I know she has as well. So, um, or at least the ones on my list. I may not have played the ones on her list. But, I mean, um, anyway, know
1: that I've definitely not played some of the games on your list because your list. <laughs> that's sorry. true. For sure. <laughs> I'm sure it's fine. I'm sure it's perfectly a lovely list.
0: <laughs> a very lovely list. And and so something on here maybe you'll find that uh, interesting and, and be interested in playing. So, add it to your your list of games to do. So anyway, so you want to start.
1: Yeah, so I figure we just go back and forth with back, our games. Back and forth, yeah. I'm going to do franchises where possible because I think the franchises that I've selected, there are no quote-unquote bad games in the franchise. So I think if you picked up any of them or all of them, you would be fairly happy with it. So the first one for me right. is the uh, Fallout franchise. So uh, the Fallout franchise is... is Pretty well known, but a short descriptor, you know, you're in a post apocalyptic. Atomic Wasteland. Uh, You know, the nukes have gone off. You've been sealed in a vault. You come out and try to survive in the world that exists. It's a sprawling open world. Um, As the games go on, you get more and more craftable options, base building options, um, and it culminates in the most recent edition, which is Fallout 76, which at the time of release was not a good game, but I have heard that they've made quite a lot of improvements to it, and it's a decent game now. So, um, if you wanted to start, uh, maybe at fallout 3 or fallout 4 then you've got new vegas um, and then fallout 76 that is hundreds of hours of content i think in each one of my playthroughs i've done around 200 hours and that's where i basically finished every single side quest that i came in contact with which isn't every side quest in the game those are just the ones i came in contact with Um, and then of course the main story usually twice to see a couple alternate endings Um, so I think the Fallout franchise, if you like nineteen forties esque post apocalyptic um sprawl would be an excellent choice for a lockdown.
0: Yeah, that is. That's a lot of a lot of time, there's no doubt, uh, with Fallout. Um For me, you know, wow would be a natural one, but I'm not I already talked about it earlier, so um I wanted to talk about a game first that i thought would have been on your list but is on mine is one that i continue to come back to and that's the witcher 3 and all of its dlc content um i think with the open world the the amount of things that you can do in that world the fact that it's it feels lived in all of the uh, the dlc as well will add hundreds of hours i mean that gives you plenty of, of, of things to do in a game that's very different than, than fallout. You know, you're in a different, a completely different setting, um, different set of rules, uh, you know, controls, everything about it, uh, the world being different. I think it would be a nice change of pace. So if you, if you weren't really interested in getting back into a post-apocalyptic world, you wanted to do something more high fantasy. Um, you know, I think the Witcher three and, and all of it's, which I think right now you can get pretty relatively cheap, uh bundled together get all the all the dlc as well uh the game's been out a while and so uh that's actually um if you were gonna spend some money that would be one that i think i would suggest it's just got a lot a lot to do and like i said i haven't finished the game but it is a game that i continue to come back to because it is that enjoyable so
1: yeah and it would have been on my list um but there are only two accessible games for most people. Um, the Witcher 2, I think, was on Xbox 360, but I think you can get it for right. Xbox One. And The Witcher 3 is on Xbox One. Um, the only reason I didn't include it is because it's n- hard to access the first part. Um, right, yeah. And, and PC, I believe, right? <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> for a lot of people. it's—it's. It's, I don't think it ever made it to console. And I think I completed all of it, every side quest that I came in contact with, and all the DLC, in under 200 hours. So it's a smaller game, although it is visually stunning. And the playthroughs, the options that you have seem fairly expansive so i would recommend it but it it did get beat out by fallout just for the length of time that you can spend in the world um so my sorry i lost my place there so my (laughs) my next one is and there is a franchise related to it but i didn't put the whole franchise because elder scrolls huge franchise, but I feel like most people will have played Elder Scrolls Oblivion or Skyrim already by now. Um, So I didn't include those, but I did include the Elder Scrolls Online, which is not the best MMO available. However, it is incredibly accessible on PC and console. Um, They do have interesting world events, a fairly vibrant community, and it often goes available for free play weekends on a fairly regular basis if you don't want to purchase the game up front so that's why i included it because while you may have played the other ones it's unlikely you've played elder scrolls online and it is good for a free play weekend you can make a fair bit of progress and then wait for the next one if you don't feel like purchasing it that's probably not the recommended strategy of the publishers but that's the strategy that i use and i'm max level i'm on prestige (laughs) levels now um and i have never purchased the game So,
0: and that's, is that Bethesda as well?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay. So two Bethesda games.
1: I like Bethesda, although I used to recently. Sometimes they've made some weird decisions, but (laughs) generally speaking, they used to be a good game publisher. But yeah, Elder Scrolls Online, it's not my favorite game ever, but I think for a free play weekend, you can really get engrossed in it. And that's how I play it which is not recommended right. by the publisher because it's not making any money off of me, but, you know, whatever. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it is. A, I played it in beta, and I enjoyed it. Um, it. I only had room for one MMO in my life, though, so uh, I've tried <laughs> to play more than one. It just, It's just not enough. I couldn't cheat on, on uh, World of Warcraft. So for me, the second game is on the Switch. Uh, it's Octopath Traveler. I've talked about it on the show before. It, it's a It's a role-playing game. That has eight different stories that all are connected. Um, it's not going to be your two hundred hour game, um, but forty hours, sixty hours, depending on how you do it. Um, it's a, it's a, it's a, a nice throwback to RPGs from uh, Japanese RPGs from the nineties. Um, very much, uh, very reminiscent of of uh, Final Fantasy three in the states. Uh, if you enjoyed that, and that was that was one of the better, um, I think uh, more, um, I don't know, more well decorated, uh, highly thought of. It's it's it always ranks up in the top of the Final Fantasy franchise, and this is very reminiscent of that. And so, but it's a very inventive in terms of the storytelling, having the eight different characters that have their own storylines that all come together at the end and so it's it's uh it's a, a different spin on on uh on the genre and and uh and one that i think if you enjoy role-playing games um you can you actually get past the fact that it it looks like it's got the 16-bit graphics it's 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 not quite 16-bit but it's 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 not your tradition you know your newer uh you know high high definition and that is why it will um, never high be resolution yeah, I know, but I I think you <laughs> once you get into the story, it's actually it's actually it's actually really moving. It's a, it's a really good story um and uh, a game that I highly recommend and and in this time I you know, especially if you like role-playing games, this is this is one that I think you'd enjoy.
1: All right. Well, I don't think I could get past the graphical style because I'm a graphic snob, but I always (laughs) appreciate a good story. I probably will watch a playthrough on YouTube as opposed to playing it myself because I think I might find that more enjoyable just to watch the story. Yeah. So the next yeah, one. I mean, then
0: you don't have to grind.
1: Yeah, exactly. So the next one for me, it isn't a particularly long game, but I wanted to throw in a couple options for Game Pass, because I know a lot of people do have it. And so add your fishing pro world simulator and your Subnautica to uh, the Outer Worlds. So the Outer Worlds is an excellent RPG. It sort of has a retro um, 50s Flash Gordon style. Um, it is not particularly long, but I think the length actually helps you go back to maybe a midway save point and see all of the variant endings, which I tried to do. Um, I think I got four out of the six, or well, maybe there's wow. a little bit more, um, but it, the choices that you make really have a real impact. Um, Even very early on, the first choice that you make carries through all the way to the end of the game. Um, You get an idea of when these choices are happening, but it's not super obvious. Um, And I just really enjoyed the style, the depth. I could have done way more exploration stuff. I kind of went point A to point B, and I'm sure I missed a lot of things. Um, I think my playthrough was about 40 hours, but I wasn't trying to do gotta catch them all Pokemon like I do with many RPGs. I was more trying to experience the different um, types of storytelling that that they do at the end for the ending. So I think my first playthrough was probably about 32 hours, then doing the other endings was probably an extra eight. Um, But it is inclusive with Game Pass. There are DLCs, I think, supposed to be coming out fairly soon for it. And if you combine that with Subnautica or Fishing Simulator or uh, some of the other games that are on this list that are also um, on uh, Game Pass, you've actually got a fair bit of content there that you don't pay any extra for. So that's why I've included it.
0: No, and I think there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, you, it's going to be good to have diversity, to have shorter experiences. And I mean, come on, at this point in this day and age, 40 hours is still a pretty good investment. It's just that we have... Uh, a little bit more time on our hands, uh, cooped up. So, um, yeah, I mean, that's, I think that's a, that's a solid RPG experience is 40 hours. You know, that, that used to be pretty standard, really. 40 was a short game, you know, uh, in the 90s. I know nobody knows what I'm talking <laughs> about. That was a real decade, though. Promise. Um, I was a, now, children. uh, for me, what's that?
1: I was a children. <laughs> I was a youngin'. A
0: children no comment Um, (laughs) we
1: know that you weren't stop trying to pretend we've all learned and in
0: 1990 I was um so for me my next game is um kind of a change of pace from these others in terms of like the the gameplay style uh it's not a role-playing game per se uh it's it's dungeon crawler you know a loot loot and shoot more no it's not even a loot and shoot it's just a looter dungeon looter dungeon crawler looter so it's Diablo 3 um Diablo 4 at some point will come out uh, I doubt that it will be out this year um with with all the changes right now I think everything will be pushed back but Diablo 3 is one of those games that uh has seasons if you've if you've ever played the other Diablos it I mean then you know kind of what to expect but if you haven't uh, there are multiple character classes. Each has its own storyline. Generally speaking, they all come together to, you know, to, uh, to fight demons, essentially. And uh, the goal is to get the next best piece of loot. And so you, Very it's just really fun and pleasing to go through a dungeon and or a you know a swamp or wherever you are uh, in the world and uh, in in. Uh, on the on the map, and just take out huge swaths of enemies, um, and then loot all the gold and the and their and the and the loot that they drop. So you know, the armor and the and the weapons and all that. And, and there's there's a really deep uh, crafting system in it. Um, now it's not necessary that you that you do all that crafting to beat it, but there are multiple levels and or in, uh, difficulty levels, uh, and each one has its own. Uh, challenges to it um, that you could go through all the different um, all the different classes, and then there's also downloadable content for it. So, uh, and 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 essentially, the game doesn't end. You just can keep going through it over and over and over again, and keep looting new stuff. and And so, uh, and finally, you can actually play with others. So it's a game really that doesn't end. That you can play with others, and that you can continue to uh, to hike up the the intensity or the difficulty, loot new things. There are there are other things to discover, but basically, once you've gone through the game and you've unlocked all the secrets, you've done all that. But you can keep going through uh, the different seasons, and so uh, Blizzard has done a good job of making that a game that you come back to regularly. Um, and so it's a it's it's a one time purchase too it's not like it has a recurring fee so you buy it now it's it's cheaper than it was when it first came out uh and it's it's a game that keeps on giving so
1: yeah i would agree with that pick in fact i'm surprised i didn't think of it first but that's okay i'll let you have that one well thank you (laughs) so the next one on my list is another uh mmo this one's actually a free to play mmo um star trek online it Never really got that much press, bizarrely. I really feel like Star Trek Online sort of has continued to fly under the radar. However, if you are a Star Trek fan, it is a very interesting game. It's a huge expansive world. I think it's sort of got a bit of a learning curve um, and does take some getting used to. But I found it to be quite enjoyable just flying among the stars, getting into little skirmishes here or there, like... It was a very classic Star trek representation. And I feel like, unlike the Star Wars SEO, or the Star Wars MMO, the Star Trek one never tried to be anything other than a free-to-play um, MMO from the beginning. So obviously you can buy cooler ships, and you can buy extra stuff, and all the other sort of things. But I don't really feel like you have to. I think um, I come back to this game every maybe six months to a year and I get back into it again for weeks at a time and it's a good sort of pick up where you left off, um, kind of game. And I think now with the new Star Trek Picard um series being out, I'm expecting some new expansions relevant to that universe. Um, they seem to do some of that. Um and it could be quite interesting if you're a fan, but you do need to be a fan of Star Trek, otherwise I don't think you'd enjoy it very much. Um, it's not the best game that's ever been made but i think if you're a star right, trek yeah. fan it it would amuse you and it would you know use up some time which is what we all have a lot more of all of a sudden <laughs> of right
0: now right uh yeah so uh i haven't played that one i'm I've, I've never really been a a i mean i've enjoyed star trek but it's it, star i've always been a bigger star wars fan but Um, that would be one if it's free to play that I I don't know that I would, um, yeah, I, I think I would be interested in downloading that and trying it out. Um, for, for my next pick, it is another game that I, I, I've bashed it on the show and I've actually come full circle back to where I was, uh, originally, which is, I did enjoy it when I first started playing it. I just realized I didn't have time and that's Pillars of Destiny. Um, Pillars of Destiny Two, actually, uh, Pillars of Destiny Two is a is probably the deepest, uh, most Dungeons and Dragons related RPG that I've played, maybe uh, ever. Uh, I'd say the the, the most D and D game, I, or I, you know, the, the most in depth one was an actual tabletop game where I'm actually playing and creating my character in that level of depth. It's that level of depth in the game. And so this is a hundred plus hour RPG. Um, it's It's got some brutal difficulty uh, spikes in it, especially if it's not really um, something that you have been interested in completely or have a lot of experience in. And so just... Keep that in mind when you're talking about, uh, or when you when you look to go play this particular game. Again, I have picked mostly RPGs, so uh, they tend to be the the longest uh, or have the most uh, play time, and and a lot of times the most replay value. You know, have multiple endings, more characters that you can choose, and that's that's part of the flexibility here. Other characters you can add to your party. Each one of them has a specific set of uh, skills that a can particular be upgraded, set of and, skills. and so. What's Sorry, that?
1: I just Liam Neeson and you.
0: <laughs> I have a particular set of skills. Each one has a particular set of skills, and and so and and there's just a lot of depth. Each one of the skills can be skills can be leveled up. You can pick which where you want to put your skill points, but usually you only have to do that for your main character. You do that for every character, um, and and that may be more. Uh, you know micromanaging than you are interested in and for me initially it was um because usually I was I was just used to your your supporting characters leveling up on their own I didn't have to really you know you level up you pick where you want to put your skill points for the main character the rest of the skill points just kind of get added to your uh your supporting characters well in this game you do all of that you put the skill points in your in your supporting character slots however you see fit how you want to make your party um, and so I think it's just a lot of depth to this particular game and and uh, if that's something you're interested in and you like that type of role-playing game I think this would be a very good a very good choice another one of those games that's going to be 100 plus hours um, or longer it's up to you know up to you especially with all the replay value so pillars of destiny 2.
1: Get in. Get it while it's hot. <laughs> Get
0: in. That's right.
1: So uh my last one is sort of an interchangeable suggestion and it depends on your interest um and your toleration of horror elements. So I would recommend to anyone any of the three Telltale series but for different reasons. So the first one is the Telltale Borderlands series. If you like comedy, sort of shoot 'em up, spacey, space junker, Mad Max environments and storylines, then I would recommend that. If you never played Borderlands before, I would still recommend it. It's a pretty good standalone series on its own. If you like horror and don't mind occasional jump scares, um, then I would recommend uh, Telltale's The Walking Dead um, post-apocalyptic zombie thriller horror RPG. Um, and if you particularly like superheroes and comic books, um, I would recommend Batman the Telltale series, which I enjoyed despite being not a Batman fan. And now, um, the first part of Batman is available on Game Pass and the second part of Batman is currently this month's Games with Gold in the UK. Don't know if it is in the US, but you're able to get both of them if you're in the UK. Um... And the Walking Dead series uh, I believe is still available on Game Pass everywhere. Um the Borderlands one, sorry you're gonna have to pony up full price for that one. But they're all very yeah. good. It just depends on the type of content that you like. I have played all three. I don't mind any of those type of story elements. I like Borderlands, I enjoy The Walking Dead. I watch it regularly, even to this day. I've been watching it for a decade now almost. Um and I don't really care for Batman, but I enjoy the style and the storytelling of Telltale Games where your choices seem to have real impact and you're not certain how impactful each choice will be in the future. Um, I I think it's quite good um, and sometimes they surprise you with the choices that the other characters make that you didn't realize you were having such a profound impact on them. It'll always say, oh, they'll remember that, but you don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing.
0: <laughs> they, right?
1: They never really tell you and you find out later as the story goes on so I'd recommend any or all of those franchise if you like those elements um, because they have I would say each game probably has 12-ish hours of gameplay. But there are several games um across that franchise, so it's it's quite a significant number of hours if you play all of the ones in a particular line or all of them in total there's there's some time to be spent there, and I think worthwhile time that has a real moral endpoint and lets you think if you like that sort of thing
0: yeah no i I agree all three of those are great series. those are my three favorites <laughs> And probably the three best ones that Telltale's made.
1: I mean, Wolf Among Us is not bad, but I think that's... No, I forgot about that one. Yeah, it's good, but I think that's even more niche than any of those three in terms of... Because you have to like fairy tale characters. I think that's a fairly small... And detective series. Fairy tales and detectives. Uh, Then check out Wolf Among Us. It's another one. Um, But that was my least favorite out of all of those.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think because it was my first, the first one I did uh, that I have. It has a special place with me. But I would agree. It's it's probably and it's got the the least number of. I mean, it's it's five chapters, I believe. But it's but that's it. Uh, I guess Borderlands is similar, but uh, Walking Dead has multiple series. It's got season two and season three. uh, Yeah, and it's got like
1: side like michonne's side story and like, right there's just a lot more there and, and even Batman though each has one two.
0: i think each one may be 10 hours um but it's still it's still a great story and 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 There's replay value there, you know, so. Yeah, I wouldn't recommend Um,
1: the Game of Thrones one unless, like me, you're obsessed and just don't care how you get Game of Thrones content, even though it's crap. Um, It's not the best game ever. (laughs) I still enjoyed it because I like Ramsay Bolton, and I think he's the most horrible creature that's ever walked the Game of Thrones universe. But if you don't care for him, then you won't enjoy at all that game at all.
0: Yeah, if you thought I, I mean jo- how who would have thought that Joffrey wouldn't even be the worst person on that show, you know. I... I think
1: they took more inspiration from the books than they took from the TV show and that's why I feel like a lot of people who are only fans of the TV show didn't enjoy it because the books right. are written in the sort of way that that game was written where entire chapters right. deal with one person and you might not care about them so in the books if you're like me you skip that entire chapter because you don't care um <laughs> right yeah you yeah. know so if you don't like yeah, and you could Ramsay and, and Bolton, it wouldn't
0: take anything away that. in from the whole story unless later on you realized oh i might have needed to know that
1: so far, I've been pretty good about skipping content that never showed up in the stuff in the show, so that <laughs> seemed to work out for me.
0: <laughs> oh, in the show for sure, whole, huge sections have been cut out, but um, yeah, no, I agree. Those those are the three best. So, well, for me, my uh, my last one is going to be uh, again. I, I do realize this is a game I haven't finished, but it is a game that I continue to come back to. And that's Persona Five. Persona Five is a hundred-plus hour with no addition, no additional content. And there is DLC out there, but uh, by itself, it is a hundred-hour-plus role-playing game. All of their games are pretty long. Um, It's got some sketch parts to it uh, that you know, if you can get past those, we won't have time to go into them right now. But um, you know, I think I've played for about twenty-five hours, and I have barely scratched the surface. It is a little bit slower-paced um, game in terms of there's not as there's a lot of dialogue. There's a lot of uh, the the story is is definitely not your typical RPG story. It's not high fantasy as you normally experience it. You know, with swords and uh, basically you have uh, a an alter, you know, a, 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 uh, kind of like an alter, another persona essentially. It's like you have a, a, it's, I'd almost say it's like, it's almost like a demon that is your alter ego in a way. And, uh, and so that's kind of the, the gist of what persona or how that comes to comes to be that everybody kind of has that other persona, um, and it manifests and it kind of can fight for you. Uh, so that's, and, and then you're also, it's also set in a Japanese high school. Uh, so there's, it's definitely, is kind of a, a, uh, more of an acquired taste. I would say if you are just a casual RPG fan, it may not be, uh, you know, in your, in your wheelhouse, but if you are, you know, a, a a deep RPG fan, you like especially Japanese RPGs, a slower uh, build-up, very story-driven, lots of dialogue, um, really great music. Uh, it's 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 a game that I'm continuing to come back to. It's got plenty of replay value, and it's it's uh, just a long game, so it's going to give you lots of stuff to do in a time when we don't have a lot to do. So, well, well yeah. all right, well that's good. Well that. That's a lot of really good content. Any closing thoughts?
1: No, I mean I would say games are great, but also maybe hang out with your family too. That's all right if they live with you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and reach out and talk to you know if you can still uh, call people. I mean, it's it's uh, social distancing still has the word social in it, so that means that it's it is still important that we that we do reach out and, and 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 are social in whatever way is possible at this point, you know. Um, try to keep those that's gonna be just as important. And so these some of these games are kind of one player experiences. Some of them have multiplayer experiences. And and uh, if you've got friends that are also gamers, then this would be a way to kind of stay in touch and do stuff with somebody else even though you can't be in the same room. So well that wraps up this episode of Retro Rebel Gamecast. I want to thank Amanda for this week's discussion. All the notes from this episode will be posted on our site, templeofgeek.com. If you'd like to add to the discussion or reach out with questions, sound off in the comments or email us at retrorebel at templeofgeek.com. If you like what you hear, head over to iTunes or wherever you download your podcasts and subscribe so you'll be sure to get each episode as it's released. And rate us because that really helps our show. And also look for us on Instagram and Facebook. We are being much more (laughs) involved in... In discussions, and we'll have questions out there, so you can find us at Retro Rebel on Instagram, and uh, and just interact with us. It's fun. We've got not, what else you got to do? You know, right? Exactly. Until the next time. See you later.